right, everybody. Um, welcome to the Just Kicking It podcast. Uh, I am your host, Huncho, aka Cho. Uh, who else we got here? Um, introduce yourselves to the to the people. All right. Yeah, it's me. That's Brian or B. Uh, uh, go ahead. <laughs> uh, well, there's nothing else to say but my name. Name is Scoob, so that's all it is. That's all you need to know. Okay, okay. Scoob, you all right over there, man? I see you over there. You got Tic Tacs or you got pills? You all right? We good? <laughs> you no, know, just a couple of Zannies. Okay, then. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, tonight, man, we going with uh, we going with a subject that I think a lot of people can relate to. Um, I'm I'm just gonna entitle this. I did not sign up for this because uh, we weren't ready for life. I don't think we were all prepared as much as we should be to be adults. You know, people pretty much you know tell you how it's gonna be, but they don't help you navigate as much as they probably should we're gonna touch on you know the the differences that you know people have growing up and you know our experiences and when we did get grown and how we how we tackle those we also gonna touch on uh some sports we are gonna touch on the versus battle that happened last night people so no worries but uh yeah let's let's open the floor we're going to start with a uh, school. We're going to start with you, man. Yeah. About this adulting thing. As, as the ladies out there say, this shit is so ghetto. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm just saying, man. I mean, I, I'm a, I'm trying to be a Toys R Us kid, man. Because think about it like this. We go through so much just to maintain, to barely survive. Mm. Right, right. Mm. So, think, uh, why why we work 12, 16 hour jobs and we just barely staying afloat? And in, in 12 yeah. and 16 hour jobs, you got to have that job and then you got to have an outside life. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's how that's just how we've been conditioned to uh to work, to live. You know, I mean, I know there's a better way out there, you know, but we just don't really know it. You know, a lot of us would like to be entrepreneurs and, you know, want to grow up and be millionaires, but we just don't know the route to get there yet. And I feel like that's a lot of what was missing in uh, in our schools, just teaching us financial uh, stability, teaching us how to use credit, you know, just kind of... Mm-hmm teaching us an easier route or a better route to having a more uh, I guess stable life yeah I, I agree I agree I agree with that like I feel like financial literacy should be taught in school because a lot of a lot of things that they teach us in school we don't even use when we grown so I feel like it's just a waste of time from grade to grade when you could have taught me the stuff I'm going to use that's going to help me when I leave out of here. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like uh, a lot of people, 
you know what I'm saying? They they not gonna go to college, you know what I'm saying? I'm not a I'm not a college dude. So I mean like you you have the, the normal, the average person, average dude, average female, they not going to college like after high school. They have to figure this, you know, this shit out on their own, for real. And it's a it's a maze. I feel like it's a maze. Like you gotta really you gotta really try to get out. You know what I'm saying? Find your way out the best way you can. It's, it's not easy. And I feel like uh, like our parents taught us the best way they knew how because that's how their parents taught them. And it's kind of like a cycle. So you kind of got to break, try to break the cycle. If y'all, you know, understand where I'm coming from. See, I'm going to tell you like this. It ain't no way we can break this cycle. Let me tell you why. Well, now is the best time. <laughs> I'm going to tell you why. Because we conditioned to work and go home. Think about it. When we started in kindergarten, we had to be at school at eight o'clock and had to be there till three o'clock. Mm. You get a thirty-minute lunch break, then you go right back in there mm. and do what you do. And w- what you did, you sat there and looked at a teacher talk at you all day, telling you three plus three equals six, or or right. or, or, or telling you to speak, teaching you how to speak Spanish. I'm like. Why why we can't learn about credit scores? I'm like, you teaching these kids nowadays to speak French and Spanish in the fifth grade. Man, teach these folks how to get their credit right. So when they do graduate, they can go get that that new car that they want. They can go get that apartment because they can't do grown folk stuff in their mama house no more. Uh, period. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I was surprised when they took uh learning cursive out of the schools. I was like, yeah, that that that's becoming an archaic art because it's I'd be amazed uh, in the profession that I'm in that you see young people and be like, put your signature right there. They write it in print. Yeah, can't even do it. Yeah, they can't do it. Yeah, they can't can't do it at all. But then I thought about it. Maybe yeah. I can be a scammer because everybody writing in print. I can I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you might be able to get away with it. You might be able to get away with it. You ain't lying. Because <laughs> after a while, that's what you're going to have. I mean, everybody who knew, knew how to write in cursive going to be killing the game with the people who know how to write in print. Like, they looking at you like this is a foreign language. Like, what did you just write right there? What is that? Yeah, I, I think they should have taught us that well in high school that one year they teach you government I think that should have been a yeah. little bit part of it because it ain't in high school ain't nobody really caring about being no politician uh, it's true it, it's cool to know how the different branches of the government work but they pound that in your head in the fourth fifth grade right. you should know, go in depth and in, in high school because half the stuff I, I that I learned in high school it went out the window yeah yeah I, I, I agree with that totally like leaving leaving high school and going to the real world like I want to I guess I want us to get into like I, when that, that moment when you knew this was not you know what I'm saying like okay like this real like I got to I got to go out here and get this by myself. You know what I'm saying? That moment. And I guess I'll touch on it with like, I'll start with myself. Um, when I when I got 18, and you know what I'm saying? 17, 18, I had a job, I was working. 
But you know what I'm saying? He ain't, had, I ain't really had too many responsibilities. And you know, like any other, you know, young guy, you know, you want to be fly, you want to have your stuff together, you want to buy your kicks, you know what I'm saying? You want to have your, your clothes hanging up, whatever. So, you know, I was doing that with my money. And you know what I'm saying? And at that point in time, my mama was married. You know, she had a, <laughs> a, a, a husband that hated. So uh, he went in my closet and saw my kids. and was like, hey, come in here and look at what this boy doing with his money. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so, so, so your stepdad was Kevin Hart. Oh <laughs> uh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, we gonna go with this. Like for real. Like you know, he telling you know, hey, he, he need to be paying some bills. So you know, start paying bills, and I'm getting it in. And that thing, you know, I wake up one day, hit hit my 18th birthday. My mom like, hey, let's let go take a ride. So I'm like, where we finna go? Go to an apartment complex. I'm like, what are we here for? Like, what are you finna see? You know? And, you know, long story short, my mama was like, hey, I already got this apartment for you. I paid the first month rent. You finna, you finna, uh, it's time to see if you're gonna sink or float. So it's either or. What, what you gonna do? I was like, I'm looking like, huh? Like, it's a shock. It's a culture shock because you ain't ready for that. Like, you, you know it's coming, but you're not ready Bro. for it. So, bro, you you was ready for it. They hit your ass with that old yellow. Yeah, yeah. They took your yes. ass out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> look at look at the daisies, Huncho. <laughs> yes. They said, look that yeah. way. They ran off on your ass. <laughs> you ain't lying, man. It, it was it was a, it was a scary feeling. Like I, I felt like I had to learn a lot on my own. Like I I, I I learned some stuff from my mama as far as being responsible with my bills, but like I had to, you know, learn, you know, how to survive on my own. You know, I didn't have mama there to pay, you know what I'm saying, to go get my groceries, go get all that. I had to, you know, find other way. And that's when I found out you can't go to Walmart all the time to get your groceries. You look bougie going to Walmart when you first get out there now. You gotta go to Cash Saver or something. You gotta go to one of these, these little, little country stores, get you these deals with. You know, that's something that, you know, you learn, you know, while you out there. But, you know, that's that's my experience when I knew it was like for real, for real. And I was like, okay, like, what are we going to do? But, you know, like I said, it's not, I don't think we conditioned in <clears throat> to to be our mind, for our minds to be ready for that. So, you know, I just want to touch on that and see what y'all experience yeah, like. before we, we get off that I just want to know where were you working <laughs> what you was doing? I was working I was working at O'Reilly Auto Parts man. I was a <laughs> a, a little parts lane if you want to say that yeah <laughs> so dang bro so you shout out, out to O'Reilly's man <laughs> Oh, mama took it to that apartment complex and just left you there. <laughs> Pretty much, it was already done. Was it at least fully furnished? <clears throat> uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, took, I took my bed and a couple of dresses and my TV, and that was it. That's all I could take. Yeah. Couldn't couldn't have no cover the first couple months sitting idiot style on the floor yeah. playing Uno. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it was cool. I mean, 
You got your own space. You know, I, I had a girlfriend at the time. You know, we christened that mug the first couple of days, so it is what it is. You know that bro shit was real. <laughs> you know that shit was real when you open that refrigerator ain't shit up in there. <laughs> oh yeah, that's like now that. Oh, you ain't in that, that thing on the empty stomach. Hey, you uh, you had no bacon hey. soda in there. <laughs> no, I did. <laughs> Damn, that's the I least did. thing you had. That's the I least thing that you that have in your refrigerator, man. A little bit of bacon soda. Nah, you know the bacon, the bacon soda to keep the smell down. I understand that now. I understand yeah. that now. You know what I'm saying? Keep it fresh. Yeah, get your, get yeah. your, get nah, your spoonful and put it on your stomach. It, I, bet, I guarantee you, you won't be hungry no more. <laughs> you might be right. You might be right. <laughs> so what? So, so what? What was y'all experience? Y'all, y'all ain't finna clown me this whole podcast. No, I think that's exactly what, what was y'all? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think not. We finna get back on on tag. So what? What's what was your experience? School, like you know, what I'm saying when you realized this was like serious, and you was like, okay, I'm on my own. Like I know uh, how this finna be. First off, I started working out like 15. Uh, so mm-hmm. this how I was. I wasn't intending on working. My pops was like, he up and bought a new car. So it was three cars. So I'm up there like, yeah, I'm finna scheme on this one. He said, yeah, you can get this. You can get this car. But I ain't paying no gas. I pay the insurance, but you got to keep the maintenance up on. So I went and got a job. Let me tell you how long ago that was. Minimum wage was like five dollars. Oh, yeah. Ooh. So I used to get Ooh. paid every Tuesday. I used to go gas it up and ride around, boy. But uh, that's when I first started working. I ain't stopped since. Well, uh, I had a decision to make after I graduated high school to see if I was gonna continue working or go to school. So hmm. I decided to go to school for a minute, but then. I got another job. I started working at Walmart. Shout out to Walmart to giving everybody opportunities. That's most people's first job, either that or some little grocery store. So, yeah, I got give you that. That was my second one. So I give you that. So I went from five dollars <laughs> to eight dollars. So I thought I was balling, but then that's when you wanna when you wanna move out so you can do grown things and. You learn about credit score when they run it. I don't even want to say what my credit score was when I was like mm. 19, 20. Mm. It was about mm. the, the, the combination of an NBA game. Yeah, about, about mm. 200 points. I'm going to be 100% with y'all, man. You know what I'm saying? And, you know... And yeah. When you know you can't get your way when you're young, you had a poop mouth all the time. It's like, damn, I can't do nothing. So I was just like, I, I, I right. definitely wasn't prepared. But through the years, I mean, it did get, it does get better with learning. But it's just, it's a lot of repairing that you have to do if you don't know what's going on with your financial situation. Anybody that's listening to this, working paycheck mm. to paycheck is. It's terrible. Trash. It's 
Let me see how trash is it. It's like the Sacramento Kings trash. Yeah. 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 You, you guarantee the you guarantee the draft pick in the lottery, but that don't mean everybody gonna be good that you pick. Yeah. 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 That's true. It's a bad feeling when you ain't got no money. You're hungry. You got just enough to get you something to eat, but you still need to put gas in the car to go get that something to eat. Hey, but look, that back, yeah. hey, but back in the day, them five dollars get you a long way though. Hey, you ain't lying. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. 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 We had what? We had back then. We had the that that when when we had the McDonald's dollar menu back then. That's the um. Uh yeah, when when this come out with they little dollar menu, it was over with then. Man, I survived off me chickens <laughs> probably for about five years. <laughs> oh yeah, most definitely, most definitely. So uh, so B man, so what was your experience like when you you know figured out? You was I mean, well, mine was a little different. Um, I stayed at my parents' house until I was probably early 20s like 20 21 before i moved out for the first time mm-hmm. and really i only reside moved out then and one i really did want my own place but me and my pops were bump, bumping heads so that kind of expedited things and i just pew, hit the dough you know um i'm not gonna lie i was kind of used to uh my mom kind of helping me out with stuff like making doctor's appointments and take me to the dentist and all like she make all my appointments and everything for me you know like hey <laughs> yeah. straight up so you know and I know mom and, and my dad they you really uh kind of helped me out a lot on the uh credit score part like they'll get stuff in my name or whatever and you know pay it off so by the time I was grown you know my credit score was 700s already you know so all they had to really do was just teach me you know how to maintain it you know and not fuck it up pretty much so right you know once i got out there you know what i'm saying i got to paying these bills and stuff you know <coughs> well I, I really i was making what 20 some thousand dollars at the time man I, I really i found out how little money that was man you know, you, you don't really know till you till you out there on your own, and little unexpected things start popping up. Something go wrong with your car, you know what I'm saying? You, you you're hungry. You, you this, that, and the third. Your check came up a little short, you know. Well, other than that, man, it was. I, I was kind of blessed that my parents they really did like look out for my uh, financial literacy, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think what what my first job was. Oh, I was a lifeguard, and then I went from that to being a a bus boy. That shit don't last like like a month. I got like, man, I got like one check. (laughs) (laughs) I said, boy, this shit is like a (laughs) bird. I got the hell up out of there. So, so time out, man. You was a lifeguard. Uh, yeah, yeah, I remember I that. that for I do several remember years. That. You know, I, I did yeah. that in my early teens, all the way to like my early twenties. Yeah, yeah. Hey. <laughs> this man yeah, was a whole. This man, first man. job was a whole superhero. Hey, 
And the pay was awful. The pay well, was actually, awful. The pay, the pay for that job was good. By the time I moved out, I was working at what was I working? Was it Big Lots? Big Lots? I can't. Yeah, I think you did. I think yeah. I remember. You know, but I was making like, yeah. like ten bucks at the time. <clears throat> yeah, that's big Woo. money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Boy, I thought I was doing it then. Cause shoot, I just came from making what like three dollars at that uh at that restaurant, man. Cause I knew I knew it was my last day mm. when I uh I was cleaning up. I bust all the tables or whatever, and I ain't gonna lie, it was kind of a good day. Somebody had left a steak on the table, but I scooped that thing up, ate it in the back room. Then somebody else left a twenty dollar bill up under the table. I said, "Well, I'm cleaning up today." And then came down to closing time. And um, I was supposed to mop, so I got the little mop bucket or whatever, and I'm, I mopped the whole thing, flipped over all the chairs and the tables. And by the time I got finished, you know, the manager or whoever came out, and they looked, and there's your footprints everywhere. I said, "Bam, bro, did you did you mop?" I said, "Yeah, I mopped with that bucket over there." Man, that was dirty mop water. It was greasy already, so I mopped the whole floor with grease. Everybody slipping around out there. Man, they had me do it all over again. I said, bro, my arms was tired, man. I said, bro, I'm through. That was my last day. I said, <laughs> I said, boy, I ain't never mopped so much in my damn life. Wow, you let a, you let a mop beat your ass. Man. Yeah, boy, my ass. <laughs> man, I don't, oh, I don't think nobody know that story, man. I just told you where. Yeah, damn. Yeah, I never heard that. As long as I've been knowing you, I, I ain't never heard that story. So, yeah, y'all got an exclusive. That, that was. I just want to know. I just want to know why you didn't look at the mop water first. Where you, you know, got all dude, proud about nah, your job. Man, I, just like, see. man look, I, told you, I was having a good day, man. I was out there eating that steak, one paying no attention. I don't even worry about. It. I was ready to go home. Probably man, trying man. to get on the game or something. Trying to get on that PS2 or whatnot. That man was around there mopping and whistling. He mm. got him twenty dollars. He got his, <laughs> his stomach full with a whole steak. He probably was was a New York steak at that. Yeah, yeah. So while we on the topic of jobs, <laughs> what was y'all's uh, worst job? Mm. <laughs> mm. Oh. Me and you on the same page, Hunter. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh, we we kind of <laughs> can't comment on that right now. Hey, uh, worst job. Uh, <laughs> you know, so I, give you second, I give you my second worst job right now. Uh Yikes! Uh, second worst job was probably Hardy's. That's that's probably the hard second what worst made it job. So bad? Yeah. <laughs> Breakfast time ain't no joking. Hardy's home. <laughs> but I'm gonna tell you. Man. I'm just gonna tell you like that. Man, yeah, Breakfast time, yeah. you got to be home. Boy. Like, man, you rapping no mistake, biscuit. That's all, motherfucker. Come for Hardy's. <laughs> <laughs> no, my brother, there's more, more to it than that. You got to prepare them biscuits right. There's more to it than that. 
Uh, you know what I'm saying? I came in one morning. You know what I'm saying? I thought I was, you know, first little job getting up in there. It was like, hey, come on. We got stuff to do. We got people coming in here in like 10 minutes. Because the biscuit, you know, the biscuit man get there like, I don't know if people know this, but hardest biscuit man get there like 3 o'clock in the morning. He got to make all the biscuits for everybody that whole day. So when he come in, he talking, you know, he like, hey, let's do this. You know, I had another dude in there. He didn't want to do nothing. So, you know, I had to learn how to make omelets and all that. <laughs> I almost got to fight back hey. there in the kitchen, man. I hope some beef. Man, that's, that's, that's hey, I ain't gonna lie, man. Of, of hey, when they be heating back there in that back, man, so, that be the best food you can ever eat, though. I don't know why. <laughs> hey, it do. It do. It do. I ain't gonna lie, but that's a lot of stress, but you gotta make sure them biscuits real good and buttery and, you know what I'm saying? Then you gotta get up there and make them sandwiches when they want it. And I ain't gonna... I ain't gonna sugarcoat this, but when them old white people come in there, boys on, they want their biscuit <laughs> off the real. <laughs> they, they want that biscuit and that coffee, baby. And you better have it right. They're gonna bring it back to you. But yeah, for me, that was like, that was my, I'm gonna go with second worst job. I don't even wanna come in on the first one right now. Uh, hey, school, I'm just gonna, gonna, gonna let you go. Disclaimer out oh, to the audience. Please give us donations and we'll let you know what our worst job is, me and Honcho. But until but until that time, y'all oh, ain't please. gonna find out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, y'all ain't gonna need the donations after you tell it with you. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> we uh you know what? I'm just gonna go on and say it. we managers at uh McDonald's. <laughs> Yeah. 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 <laughs> we manage a lot of people. But uh, a whole lot of people. Yeah. Uh I would probably say my worst job. I was a merchandiser for Home Depot. And it wasn't <laughs> that the job was bad. It was kinda like every store you went to, it was like an asshole manager that was always on your back about something. And it'd be something stupid. Be like, we ain't got no half-inch screws. What he at? I order them. <laughs> <laughs> like, call the fucking warehouse. Man. Like, bro, I don't know what he at. And they constantly complain to my supervisor to, mm. you know, they Donald Trump me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it happened, man. It happened to the best of it. But I mean, uh, I don't know. Like to get let's 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 round this this topic out real quick. What are some of the things that y'all think you know collectively, uh, society and our country can do better as far as preparing young people to be on their own? And to pretty much not come out here blind. Like, what's what's y'all what's y'all uh, taking? Probably the preconditioning of you get a job, you 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 doing good for yourself. Like a lot of us don't don't really get hmm. that uh, that push into creativity. You know, some of us are very creative, and 
we don't get that push in school. It's always just learn, 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 get a job that's going to make you some money and that's it. And you just buy stuff and have kids. Hmm. You know, we, we don't, we don't get the, we don't get the learning of yeah, buy land, uh, what it's like to own a business and stuff like that. Like, I really don't care for solving for X because after 18, I didn't solve for X for nothing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so basically, American <laughs> culture is to. I want to say black schools need to need to be funded more and you know creativity and all that stuff, like the way private schools get funded and stuff like that. That's one thing. Education. All right, and just to speak on a little bit on education, hmm. you know, in other countries, education is free. You know, they really promote, you know, a higher learning, right? Here it's pretty much it's all about a dollar. Right. You know, they they want you to go to school or whatever, you know, so they can get your money and be in debt, et cetera, et cetera. You know. But I really feel like if they would just I guess change the the format of, of schools, you know, preschools, high schools, colleges to kind of help um I guess cater to the students. Because the way it's set up now, it's not really conducive to learning. You know, they want you to memorize these problems or whatever, and then take the test. You're only memorizing it just to take the test. And after the test, uh, mm. it, it's out your head. You know, say, so, all right, forget it. I don't need that no more. You know, but if they would, I guess, change it to kind of help each person learn the way that they learn individually, because I probably won't learn the same way that you guys learn. So, I mean, I, I know I'm a hands-on person. You know, <clears throat> if you tell me something, I'm, I'm not going to remember. You got to, like, show me. And, like, I want to know why it works this way so that I can kind of figure it out myself, need be in the future. You know, and just say, this is how it is and this is why it is and leave it at that. Because, I mean, I know now, you know, I, I'm, you know, so you know I'm a little bit of a conspiracy theorist at heart you know <laughs> but you know a lot of people now yeah, yeah. kind of looking at certain like little conspiracy theories I guess not even really conspiracy theories just like different things like uh, the Christopher Columbus thing and how pretty much how much of an asshole he is you know how he was out here raping people and they had us out here celebrating this man for I don't know how many years you know you know saying that he you know he founded America you know it was already people on there people weren't really thinking about all this stuff then you know it's like yeah you know we're gonna give him a day he's a great man blah 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 you know but a lot of people now are asking a lot of questions about what they learned in school yep. and you know you know I guess times are just changing you know but that's my little rant for the, for the subject well uh I guess I, I agree with both of y'all in a way. Like, there's a lot more that they could do as far as like getting us prepared. And as kids, you know, a lot of that stuff that they teach us is not real history anyway, and not real stuff that you're going to use in everyday life unless you want to be a engineer or you want to be a computer 
tech guy who's gonna build all that. If you just wanna get out of school and you're just trying to learn how to make money, like it, it, that ain't gonna benefit you the most. As long as you know how to ask, track, multiply, divide, you good. But like, like, like school said, like pretty much they don't embrace your creativity. Like if if school and stuff embrace your creativity, you have a lot more millionaires, man. That's why you have. I feel like that's why this younger generation is a lot smarter. They're able to generate a lot, a lot more revenue through different avenues, like as far as like YouTube, and doing podcasts, and, you know, doing things that you know set them up and set them up for the future. They getting that done early now because you know what I'm saying they know the game. Like their parents saw it and was like, "Hey, we can we can we can capitalize on this. We can get it while it's hot, strike while the iron's hot." And they use their creativity to make money. And, you know, that's something that they could be doing for us. I just feel like it's, it's all about a profit. As uh, me and Scuba was talking about earlier this week in a previous conversation, everything got something to do with profit. So if they ain't making no money off of it, you know. I mean, as you said about history, it is history, it is. but it's not our history. You got to think about it, how they tell us as black people what our history is. Right. Only thing that you that you see in the history book is saying that we were slaves. It don't say mm. nothing else about that. And all our ancestors worked in fields from, mm. from, from Connecticut all mm. the way down to Mississippi, which is, which I think is very wrong to tell any black kid that mm. their ancestors were nothing but slaves. But uh, we gonna we gonna touch on that in the next episode since we got holidays coming around. We got a lot to talk about with that. But as far as the growing up uh, part of it, I think we covered our experiences and what we thought. You know, you know things we could work on and things that need to change in the society uh, today. But we gonna get into some sports right now. Um. How y'all feel about the draft? How y'all feel about y'all teams? And we got these injuries in the NBA and touch a little bit on the NFL. I guess I like um, to Who want to take the flow first? I mean, I guess I go with the draft first off. It was like five players to draft from. <laughs> like after the first five picks, I really didn't give a fuck who else got drafted <laughs> because I mean, it's not exciting for the simple fact is that COVID yeah. messed up the NCAA tournament, so you really can't see no sleepers. So, and so you sitting up here. That's true. You like, don't know who's going to be. They were like, for the number eight pick is Steve <clears throat> Smith. Like, who the, where, where he come from? From Lithuania. <laughs> Dude, <clears throat> no cap. I, I I was tripping when I seen this. The uh, the number four pick was a six man at Florida State. Right. He didn't even start. How does he become the number four pick overall? Mm. And, and another thing he hasn't is even started. That, how is it a number eight pick? 
is from Auburn, and that ain't even, well, it's becoming a basketball school, and he was a freshman, and he didn't average no more than, like, 12 points a game. I was wondering the same thing. I seen. I was like, "Who? Not I like I like Auburn, you know what I mean? but uh, it was just some really big names at the nah, very beginning. I ain't even know who he was after that. It was a just a huge fall off, right? No, it was kind of. I was kind of happy that uh, what's the guy's name that Atlanta got? I can't never pronounce his name. Onika. Oh, Oniko Kongu, what was his name? Who did it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was kind of happy that. Oh, the, got him. oh, the Kongu. I, I know you're you talking know, about. A little sleeper yeah. in a couple of years, man. They're going to try to make their way back to the playoffs. Nah, they're going to be a sleeper. They're going to be a sleeper next year. I mean, do we, do we, do we really? You've been waiting on Atlanta. Let, let's well, just be real. You've been waiting on Atlanta they, to be a they've sleeper. They've been good in recent years. years well, now. not recent, but. And a few years, you know, back when <laughs> they had Jeff T go there, the, you know, the first time around. Yeah, you know, they was doing good. They was yeah. a regular contender in the playoffs. They just could never do nothing. You know, they always get knocked out first, second round, or whatever. But I want them to be a legitimate title contender. You know, I'm waiting on it so I can go to the game. I, I'm gonna, t- I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you what, they, what it's gonna. How long are you gonna uh, be waiting for that? Yeah, it's gonna be mostly when LeBron retire. But they are building a good. They are building a good young talented yeah. team. though. Know, I can give you that. Yeah, I'm waiting on it, man. I, I'm, I'm a fan. I, I just want to go to the games. Want to see me a good finals game? I ain't been to the finals yet. You know, I've been to the uh, several playoff games, but I want to see Atlanta in the finals. Well, uh, not to rain on your parade. You're gonna be waiting a long time. You think Atlanta's gonna make it to the final? Uh, you're, gonna, you're gonna be waiting on that, like the civil rights movement. <laughs> you really, you really will. Like you're gonna be disappointed how us San Francisco 49ers fans are disappointed this year. It just hits you right in the face. Just too many injuries and too much stuff going on. Too much. Not having this player in the right spot, not having this, I don't. I can't. I, I, honestly, I don't see Atlanta. You know, like making it to no NBA finals to, to probably like. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Trey Young, tenth well, year in the damn league. Okay, okay. Well, let, let me say this real quick. Why is it that no free agents really want to go to Atlanta? They never really get any big name uh, free agents or. Unless they draft them there, they're not coming. You know what I'm saying? Atlanta's not a bad city. So I was just wondering, you know, that that's just blows my mind. Cause if I was a professional athlete, I would want to go there. But you gotta think about you, you got hey, hey bro, it's know. like it's this too though. You got it's bigger cities in the south, now. like you got Miami, you got Orlando, uh you got New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And then if you, that's what they look at. Like Atlanta is good, but they don't have as much to do as Miami. You don't have as much to do as Orlando. You don't have as much to do as New Orleans. And yeah, Houston. But everybody trying to leave Houston though. But that's Houston. But that's an A front office though. 
Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I mean, okay, like the draft. Yeah, we. I think we pretty much all agreed that there was a lot of unknowns, you know, in that draft and people that we've never heard of. But you know, I, I say they secured the bag. That's all I can say. I feel like they secured the bag and they got over on everybody and maybe you know for the for this select group of people COVID worked out for them because <laughs> some of these people wouldn't win no first round second round if we had that tournament I just I don't see it so <sighs> in other news we got sad news as far as like the Warriors though how y'all feel about that Clay Thompson you know, I don't even, a key how did it happen you know I just turned on ESPN he got another injury now was, was he practicing or Slipping the bathtub. Say it was a workout. Oh. Mm. <clears throat> yeah. But he's supposed to be working out in LA. Crazy is whenever that team as a whole gets healthy again, like they they can still contend. You know, they still probably be one of the better teams in the East. I mean, in the West. I'm sorry, but. uh I did like that they got James Wiseman. You know, I don't know if that would hinder his development being over there with all those stars. You know, instead of just going to a, like a a team like in Atlanta, where he could kind of take over like a little bit more immediately. But I do like uh, like that they got a legitimate big man. We'll see how it work I, out. Nah, actually, it's gonna be good for Wiseman because he's an athletic big man that can run the floor. That's right. what Golden State is known for. They known for running. They running good. Mm-hmm. And if you got mm-hmm. you a big man that can get down the court with the guards, that's that's excellent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just didn't want him to turn into like you know, two one dimensional. You mm-hmm. know where that's all he's doing, like a Blake Griffin. Like Blake Griffin can do a lot more than run and dunk. You know, and you're seeing that a little bit more now that he's in uh, Detroit. You know, so I just didn't want him to kind of just be in that one lane and kind of just develop his whole game. But you know why Blake Griffin changed his game though, right? Injuries. Yeah. He kept he kept blowing his knee up. But he could do a little bit, bit of that beforehand when he was over there with Chris Paul. You know, it just, he never really had the ball in his hand. Chris always had the ball in his So it, it's just kind of like, you go run, you go jump and dunk this damn ball. You know, and and let me do what I do. Yeah, I can agree with that. But uh, yeah, that's that was that to me. That was a, a hard blow for Ghost. Hey, I feel like they was they was right there, like with Keith James Wiseman, uh, having. You know, Clay come back, having Steph come back full strength, having Draymond back. And they, they got the sleeper in Andrew Wiggins if they can work him out to finally get him where he should have been years ago. Uh, you can't can't really beat where they was headed. And uh, I think that was a major blow for them. They, they was really going to try to come back and shock the world and get another ring this year. But we, we delayed another year on this Warriors train. So. Yeah, it does. But I mean... Uh, Sucks for him. It, it is what it is. That's the that's the price you take as a as a professional athlete, and anything can go wrong at any moment because your body is your asset. 
But I mean, well, yeah. go back to the draft. I wasn't really interested yeah. interested in it. But what's really interesting is all these veterans that we've known to love and watched through years, and where they're going, where they're signing. Like Chris Paul going to Phoenix. That's that's a good look for Devin Booker. Uh, right. I'm actually reading right now where they're saying that they're trying to trade James Harden to the Celtics for Gordon Hayward. Yeah. Say what? How's that? First of all, you know, how's that even equal value? Trying to pass out. That's that's what they're saying. It's not equal value. That's what they're trying to get, but it looks like the Rockets is trying to clean house. Uh, they said that trade might not go down because they got to get rid of Westbrook first. Hmm. Well, I mean, I ain't think Houston was going to end like this, but well, I, I, they I tried. Mean, we see had a good five-year run. Mike D'Antoni tried. had the, the best years the Phoenix Suns done had since Charles Barkley was there when he was the when he was the head coach there. But they couldn't beat nobody with all that running and gunning. They weren't playing no defense. Every year, every year that meet the Spurs and the Spurs just slow the tempo down for them and they couldn't do nothing. Mm. So, where do you think true would be true. a good fit for Russell Westbrook? That's true. Somewhere where he would just, what kind of system would he be in to just flourish? Where it's just him cloned four times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got a point. You got a point. Yeah, I, I agree in a way. Um, I think I think somewhere that Russ would excel that a lot of people probably wouldn't think about. Uh, but he want to go to a contender, right? Nah. He don't want to like just start over. Everybody but looking he, for a contender. Small but he does want to be the main guy, though. You know, I think that's kind of what kind of uh, I guess got under the skin over there with James with Harden he uh, he wasn't the main guy you know that's what kind of soured his relationship with KD I think I can't say that but he he I to me mm. when he was in Oklahoma City they had a well, good run I'm not gonna lie about that but KD KD didn't make it vocal that it's, that it's, that it's his team. He just kind of let Russ just think this, okay, we we can take turns being being who the man. Mm-hmm. Can't do that in basketball, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking, I'm trying to think of a team that would benefit him with what they have. Uh... You know what? With who? A team where he could be a man and don't play? How? Philadelphia? Nope, because. No, I I would. No, I'm saying, like, if you you take him, you kind of can make, but then again, you can't do that. So I'm wrong on that because you can't take Ben Simmons off the ball because he can't shoot. I'm going to tell you like this, Gil. He is not going to get along with that big (laughs) African over there. (laughs) 
Joe, Joe, him and Joel and B would go through with throw hands. Nah, he not. He not. But, but for but for real though, uh, I, I'm I'm a yeah. big Russell Westbrook fan. Yeah. But to be You're truthful, right. it's only a couple places he can go. One, New York. Yeah. Right. But. He can, yeah, because ain't nobody there. Young player that he but got, they gonna listen they ain't gonna to. Need no championship. So they can play to their potential. They actually got some decent young players. Yeah, they do. With that, with that boy they drafted, uh, over Topping, uh, that's one young, you know, what I'm saying, pick that I felt like might Man. do all right. But he's a slasher, and then you still got RJ Baird out there. You got a uh, Julius Randle. Who else? Up there? Another guy that was real high on. Uh, Kevin nah, Knox, Kevin Julius Knox Randall. Up there. But no, nah, it was like a recent draft pick from like last year or the year before. It wasn't him. It's another guy. I know about Kevin Knox. This guy like a. Uh, they got so many forwards. He a forward too. That's the problem with the Knicks. They got too many small forwards and power forwards. So, not enough guard play. But to me, me personally, uh, if I was a Knicks, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even go for Russell Westbrook. I developed Dennis Smith Jr. Like somebody needs to seriously work with him because I feel like Dennis Smith Jr. got a lot of potential. That's just me. But you know, I feel like he kind of like falling down the wayside, like he wasn't that dude when he got drafted. He kind of reminded me I, of like I'm not gonna lie, I it. You know what I'm saying? It was exciting, but but he gets dumped. Is you know what I'm saying? Out of this world athlete. Yeah. So, it. I mean, yeah, when yeah, he at this stage in his career, it ain't too much more he gonna improve on. But New York is one. Now, I would like to see him in Memphis with Ja Morant right. running the point, and. Russell Westbrook, one of the two. That that'd be a two-headed dragon that I like to see. Um, he'd be hmm. he'd be decent in Atlanta, also with uh, with Trey Young, Trey Ron run the point, Russell Westbrook at the two. And yeah, that's the thing, getting him to play the two. He he he'll love it because the simple fact is he get to take all the crazy shots he want. Yeah, he ain't gonna want to do it. Yeah, he start he started off as a two guard at uh, UCLA, and they changed him to a point. And I don't but think he wanted to go back to the two, because I think he would be a, a good combo guard in the NBA. That's what I'm. But uh, the last place I probably see him going, I like to see him go is probably Orlando. Yeah. Also. Uh, yeah, I was thinking the same thing, Orlando. Well, I, I I see that I see that that was one of the places I had in my head with Orlando. But I guess you know we'll wait it out. We'll see how things shake out in the next weeks or whatever. We'll 